Hello, Expression audience. It's great to be back in the studio today, and I'm exceptionally and especially honored, I'm delighted, to be in the studio today with Debbie Reeves. Mm Jim is sitting in the background, her husband <laughs> smiling, and yes. <laughs> it just feels so good to be in the recording studio with you. Debbie and I go back yes. uh, many, probably a couple decades. Yes, at least 20 years. We've known each other, however, we've not really gotten super close, but we know each other, we know what we do professionally, we know our hearts, we know where we are spiritually with mm-hmm. God, and there's a heavy level of respect. Yeah, that's why I was getting ready to say mutual respect. I think we're both Ohioans. Don't you all live in Ohio? I was born in Ohio. Does that count? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we reside I in Kentucky. You all, oh, do you? Uh-huh. Have you always? We've always resided in Kentucky, yes, okay. in Ashland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought Ironton. My family lives in Cogrove, Ohio. Okay. And my sister lived in Willardsburg, Ohio. Okay. So I'm the only one that had stayed in Kentucky. Gotcha. So, okay. But I, I was born in Ohio, Portland, okay. Ohio, if that yeah. counts. So I'm part Buckeye, part Kentucky. You know, yes. Yeah, walk. I get it. Yeah. We, we've known each other, though, uh, and our families for quite some time. And yes. Debbie, um, I want you to talk about your accomplishments, but you own your own business. Yes. You're an accomplished author yes and uh, you brought in the latest book today that i want you to talk about yes and i just learned this morning you have a youtube channel yes i do i can't wait to hear about these (laughs) things so tell me start off with if you would wherever you want if you want to start with you and jim marrying children sure but definitely uh if you Go the personal route, definitely include the professional route, too, for I me. definitely will, because part of my personal life reflects my professional life. Okay. And it's almost like a testimony, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Jim and I have been married since 1980. Sweet. <laughs> a few minutes. Yes. He's my best friend. Yes. Um, so, so grateful, a man of God. Mm-hmm. And he's my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. So, especially in the walk that I've been walking. So... I was not into counseling or therapy until age 32. I didn't go back to college till 30 because based on this book, it is called Guarding Your Heart. Your body is a living vessel, body, mind, and spirit. And it's about things that people say to you that gets into your heart and your mm. spirit, and then we operate from those lies. Mm-hmm. Well, as a child, unfortunately, I had school teachers who poured in negativity into me and humiliated me like in the second grade and believe me I still feel that humiliation sometimes Hmm. fear of talking like doing this Mm -hmm. Um, but God has saved me from that of course yes but then in seventh eighth grade I was told by a teacher in my little classroom that you guys are not college material. You're not smart enough oh, to go to college. Goodness. Yes, and I'm not going to say the name of the school. <laughs> However, so I operated from that lie, Mm-mm-mm. and I call them false truths. I believed it to be true, but it was false. Mm-hmm. But when I went into high school, I did not take any college prep classes because it was in my head. Mm-hmm. I was not smart enough. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. So therefore, I went into you know business classes, which I'm grateful for because I use them now in my own private practice. But uh. I just went into business office managers, things like that, secretarial work, which is fine. But I did not prep for any any type of college. So I did not realize till I was like age thirty. Wait a minute, I'm not that dumb. I was you know <laughs> supervising a department for back in those days was astronaut. Uh huh. And it was getting ready to be promoted to another area. And I always loved counseling. I did some walking in the darkness myself, going through some things in my early 20s. A lot of surgeries, 10 to 12 surgeries. Oh, I didn't know. Yes, a lot of pain. Lived in a lot of pain, which led into depression. Uh Uh-huh. And I went to my own Christian counseling to help me heal mentally, physically, because I couldn't have children. So I got that false belief that I must be a bad person, God, because I can't have children. Wow. So once again, I operated from another lie, Mm -hmm. and that led into depression, Mm -hmm. um, not feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, So, But thank God that he hooked me up with a Christian counselor. I was able to heal of some things in my past and surgeries and adopted two little girls that were four and five sisters uh-huh. who had special needs. Uh-huh. So more interest in counseling mental health because of their own mental health. So once I realized I wasn't that dumb, God just kind of led me into counseling. I had a passion for it. So I went back to college, 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Received my master's at 40. Mm-hmm. I did seven years. I did a bachelor's um, double bachelor's um, social work and psychology. Tell and her Bible, she's not college and Bible. <laughs> I got you know bachelor's degree in Bible as well. And then I went on to UK for my master's program. You go. Yes, uh-huh. you, I know. And I did pretty good. Yes. So I had a 3.8 in my master's. Well, you refuted those lies, I refuted those lies. And so that's why this is so important to me to tell people to, to don't believe the false lies, what people put into you. So went on to professional. Like I said, I worked in mental health. I worked eight years in drug court as a treatment coordinator. I remember that. Yes. So I have a passion for addiction. I was um, specialized in addiction. I'm a licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor. Did not want to go in addictions. But the Lord says, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> so, okay, Lord, my degree is your degree. And I, when right. I graduated, I said, Lord, this is your degree. You guide me in whichever way you want me to go. Yeah. So I just followed the lead of the Lord. And all my interns were in addiction treatment centers, found a passion for it. Um, I didn't look at them as criminals or look at them as bad people. I looked at them as God's children, mm-hmm. somebody's son or daughter, or mm-hmm. mother or father. Yeah. So God gave me that passion for them mm-hmm. and treat them as such. Mm-hmm. So then I, like I said, I worked moved into other mental health facilities, pathways, local mental mm-hmm. health, different places, and mm-hmm. then Belfont Hospital, Behavioral Health, and I opened a DUI program there for them because I'm also a DUI assessor in Kentucky. Well, so they hired you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not so bad for a little girl with right. college material, That's right? That's right, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that led me, and of course, you know, Belfont closed, but God had put on our hearts to open private practice. So there was, at one point in time, there was four of us therapists who decided to open the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went into opening Land of Goshen Treatment Center, so mm-hmm. we was a founding director of that, um, for women as mm-hmm. a faith-based as well, uh, inpatient. But as time went, we realized we couldn't support two places, one in Ohio, one in Kentucky, so we kind of split, and then um, two of our people operates Land of Goshen now and then Tiffany and I who's my partner in Lighthouse 
owned a lighthouse. So we do the outpatient. And lighthouse is located where? We're in Ashland at the edge. <coughs> Excuse and me. That's okay. I know these allergies. <laughs> so we're located in Ashland. We're up on the hill. It's called the edge um, in Russell. Okay. So um, we're easy. it's Lighthouse Professional Counseling Services. We are a faith base. We do offer secular counseling as well. We have both um, that we offer. So, but um, plus the DUI program. Uh, strictly for women. Uh, the DUI program? No, the uh, um, Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is all outpatient. Okay. It's mental health, substance abuse. For anyone. Anyone, men okay. or women. The Land of Goshen in Ohio is, is Women's Treatment Center okay. inpatient. So it's a three to six month program there, but I'm no longer affiliated with that, but I still support it. Pray for those women, absolutely. Absolutely. Our friends, you know, own it and operate it. So. And we do the outpatient mental health and substance abuse. Okay. Tiffany and I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> so in, during one of my sessions, like you, we've both been mental health mm-hmm. and stuff. We hear a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. a lot of people healing or operating out of the negativity. Mm-hmm. So one day I had a woman who was in toxic relationships over and over again. And she got into alcohol and drugs and self-mutilating and... And literally, um, she was talking, why am I still going after these same type of men that are abusive? So when I was sitting in my office one day, the Lord just kind of showed me this vision of a perpetrator and uh, the victim. And he said, the perpetrator spews, and he's heard the word spew, into the innocent vessel. Mm -hmm. And I saw like two little stick people. That's how good my art is. So, <laughs> so but it's simple. It's, it's a simple diagram. So I drawed out two little stick people, and I showed her. I said, the Lord just kind of showed me here that your perpetrator, you can put the name above it. And he was spewing out his hate and his negativity from his own personal self-hate mm-hmm. into you, which is the pure heart and innocent vessel. But what we tend to do if we're a child or a young adult, it doesn't matter what age, we open our mouths, if you will, symbolically, and we receive it into our hearts and our spirit. Mm-hmm. And it starts damaging our hearts. Mm-hmm. It starts damaging our perspectives, mm-hmm. how we operate, how we see the world. Yes. And this is one reason why she kept going back into toxic relationships, and because her father was very abusive, mm-hmm. verbally, emotionally, sexually. And she ended up in the same type with men. You know, and I have been in my office as well has been abused by their fathers, mm-hmm. um, by their mothers. I have a 50-year-old man who his mother passed away. He's still dealing with the negative input in his whole life, yes. and the, 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 you know, putting him down. Yes. And so it's not just women. Right. This goes for both men and women. Right. Yes. You know, they hurt too. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're abused just in a different way sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that vision, I strolled probably that vision – hundreds of times and I have people with little yellow sticky notes all over their mirrors at work and their cars to see you know that vision of them spewing into them and I have them write down the negativity things that they believed about themselves Mm -hmm. so what's so cool about this the Lord showed me a spiritual mirror Mm -hmm. a symbolic mirror nice he said hold up the mirror and when they start spewing that negativity into you you put that mirror up or your shield up however you want to see it because that has to reflect back to them because mm-hmm. it's about them. It is a, yes. Yes, it not is. Not about us. Right. But we receive it. See, that's mm-hmm. what we know to do. Uh-huh. We don't know not to receive it. Right. So he says, put that mirror up and let it reflect back to them and you do not own what is said to you. What they said to you. Yes. 
and then you could start healing. Uh huh. You know, and help them to heal and help them not to receive it. Mm-hmm. And we go work on other things. You're probably familiar how to act versus react. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get into some cognitive therapy and behavioral therapy. But this is my, the Bible, let me tell you, it's the yes. best psychology book ever. It, yes. <laughs> so it is, truly. It really is. And that's why I love doing Christian counseling uh-huh. because people who want, who request Christian counseling, mm-hmm. I'm able to use God's Word to help feed them mm-hmm. and to help them heal because yes. His book is, a, God is about healing. Yes. He is in the healing business. Right. So I'm so grateful to be able to do this. Um, so what happened here, so I had this, I did this like seven years ago when He gave me this Word, actually. Hmm. So about three years ago, I kept getting like another chapter he like, show me how hurt begets hurt mm-hmm. how we pass this down to generation to generation yeah if it's not stopped yeah we have a saying hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people uh-huh. and that's another chapter in this book i have a chapter where they turn the mirror on themselves guilty uh-huh oh so guilty yes i have turned that mirror on myself Debbie, yes. you're not smart enough you're yes. not good enough haven't we all i think we all have mm-hmm. i think as in our flesh, mm-hmm. you know, if I tell you to say, hey, give me 10 negative things about yourself, mm-hmm. and you've probably done this in your sessions, they just like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. They just rattle them off. Mm-hmm. But you ask them to give me just three positives. Mm-hmm. They look at me like I have two heads. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, and yeah. it's so much easier to believe the negative mm-hmm. and then it is the positive. Well, and this is uh, based on or, or – is very similar to the scripture. I'm sure yeah. I haven't read the book yes. yet. Uh, wanted to get one Sunday. Oh, okay, She's, I brought you one. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to get it and really read through it before today, and I haven't, but I will. And I have a feeling it'll be another one that I'll refer yes to friends and clients. Absolutely. But the scripture: guard your heart with all diligence. Yeah, Proverbs four twenty three. Uh, above everything else, guard your heart with all diligence. Yes. Because from it flows springs of life. And yes. I think I kind of stated that a little bit Sunday, uh, last Sunday. Um, because if it because it flows, what flows if your heart is sick, uh-huh. what do we grow? We grow negativity right. and darkness and self-hate. Yes. And so that's why it's important to guard your heart. Mm-hmm. And really, probably about 10 years ago, 9 or 10 years ago, um, I had a best friend who died of breast cancer. But this was one of her favorite verses for her children Mm. that she had preached to her children guard your heart Mm. because she experienced some negativity and toxic relationships in her past and so i thought man i love this scripture to guard your heart and then when god showed me that he brought that scripture back to me proverbs 423 and i thought wow lord so this book is based on proverbs 423 to guard your heart and how to guard your heart yeah good Mm -hmm. and that is so needed for this day and age because we do get stuck in certain cycles and Mm -hmm. patterns negative cycles patterns of belief and the patterns are so hard to break i had heard a podcast just uh, a couple weeks ago a lady had talked about our uh, thoughts mm-hmm. and perceptions and how our heart can be looked at as a tree god she backed up scripture for yes. it but she said imagine your heart being a tree and the roots growing yes. down deep and she mm. said there's the tree grows up into our parasympathetic nervous system and yes yes so all these things you know can mm. become 
reality, even yes. though it's not, as you right. said. Right. So and we do have to work on weeding, weeding the garden of yeah, our heart. And pulling up some of those roots. Yes. You know, I have done groups where I make them draw a tree, mm-hmm. and I have roots at the bottom of that tree. And I was like, okay, what are some of your beliefs yes. that's deep down in you? Yes. You know, then what are the results? And you put your leaves. Yes. And the result is alcohol, drugs, yes. self-harm, mm-hmm. toxic relationships, self-hate. Mm-hmm. You know, they just name those leaves, mm-hmm. you know. So yes. that is a great example, you know, that if we don't get to the root, yes, you know, we cannot heal and get some of that stuff out and know the truth. Uh-huh. You know, who we are, Christ, yes. you know, through Him. Yes. That we are His children of the King. Yes, we are. Yes. And I think that's why this is so important um, for pe- this is a tool for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. This little baby book. Mm-hmm. It's not huge. It's small, but it's anointed. Uh-huh. It's a word from the Lord that He's using to get out there. Yes. It's a tool. Yes. Like you sit individually or in groups. Yes. You know, and I kind of was like sitting in my living room boxes of these books, and I'm like, you know, am I doing too much, God? Is it too much, Debbie, right now? I started questioning myself. And he's like, your books are not doing any good in that box. <laughs> so I'm like, you're right, Lord. It's about yes. your business. You know? That's right. It's about God's business and getting his word out and yes. helping these people heal. Yes. And so I had a praise, actually, at work. Um, the owner of The Edge, I told her I had a book for her, and I took it down to her. This is how God orchestrates things. And I had a passion to get these into the jails. And treatment centers wow. um, as well. And I walked in, and one of the doctors who also has a place in our business was sitting there and her staff, and and they were looking at my book. And I said, yeah, I wanted to get these into the jails. And they just all kind of stopped and got real quiet. I said, what? <laughs> they said, well, Dr. Oh, can I say her name? Sure. Dr. McCoy just got named clinical director of the Greenup County Detention Center. Wow. I was like, What? And they said, you want this book in a jail? I said, yes, I've been praying for mm-hmm. God to open that door. There you go. And so she said, bring me a book. And I did yesterday. And they had decided, to get, told me to order 60 books to put in the jail. That's awesome. And they're going to donate 30 each to the jail. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus, yeah. because I was wondering how I was going to do that. Yes. And, you know, and God's going to orchestrate it. He's going mm-hmm. to work it out mm-hmm. because this is a tool for the kingdom of God. Yes. Yes. One by one. Or in groups or whatever it takes, but uh, everything starts usually individually and it spreads like wildfire. Yes. So that's a wonderful, and just think about them reading this and changing their hearts yes. and their minds and the effect that it will have when, from generation, generation to generation. Because generation. there are a lot of repeats in the prison or jails. Mm-hmm. You have over and over again, mm-hmm. you know, the door, the swinging door, mm-hmm. swinging door, you know, goes round and round. So if we can heal a few people in that jail for them to see who they truly are. And a lot of people who uh, I know of that find themselves in jail, they also find the Lord in jail. Absolutely. They find their restoration mm-hmm. in jail through Jesus and yes. the different programs that become available. Yes. It's like they're a ready, captive audience, but their hearts are ready to learn new ways of thinking and breathing and living. So this is wonderful news. It's another way of living. Mm -hmm. It's a new perspective on life. They can get rid of that guilt and shame and repent and ask God to come into their hearts and be that true child of the kingdom of God, the daughter or the son of the Most High King. And that's the message. I pray this gets out far beyond Greenup. Oh, yes. I have... God has goals. I have goals, and um, this this book, like I said, it's simple but powerful. 
it is a journal behind each chapter. Oh, good. Uh, where you can, I recommend people to read it through mm-hmm. then go back and start with chapter one. And then what happens is you read that, and then I have prompt questions for Very them to answer. Good. Very good. And then there's a prayer for them to help release that. That's so awesome, Debbie. And it guides them through that to help them release and heal. Uh huh. So each chapter, it helps them show their healing and how to process it themselves. So either individually, like I said, a lot of my clients in my office are doing it individually. They bring it in. We can process things if they have questions. That's so good. So this is, like I said, I have it. My family has it. My friends have it. For their, they, everybody knows somebody uh-huh. that has low self-esteem, uh-huh. uh, low self-confidence, has been hurt. Mm-hmm. By something or somebody, uh-huh. and we've held it on and we buried it down deep. Sometimes, and we're operating from that. Yes, and like you said, a lot of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and other things. PTSD, come up. you know, OCD, you know, because they're trying to um, eating disorders. Yes, um, shopping disorders. So they're trying to cover up that pain with right. things of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting. Uh, receiving healing this is going to be just a wonderful wonderful tool to help people and uh, this is the actually your second book would you throw something out there about the first book well yes um this is another type of a testimonial story if you will but um What's the name of it? The name is uh, dreams and visions my journey Uh and my walk through dreams and vision and um coming in to understand what that gift is. So I had received, um, probably since a young child, teenagers, um, dreams. And, of course, I wasn't, I didn't understand that. Um, at the time. At the time, what that meant. Very immature about it. and But I knew enough when I started, I think at 16, I started writing my dreams down. Uh-huh. Because they were actually were dreams of knowledge. And I had nobody tell me what that meant mm-hmm. around me, my family or even at that time, my church family. Right. Um, so, but I kept it hidden because mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. Uh-huh. And you have this fear like, um, are they going to think I'm crazy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? yes. So, um, so I operated in that into hiding the gift and just, but I did document all my dreams, years of it. And then I met a friend who um, attended a church in Huntington and who says, Debbie, you need to go there and talk to somebody because I had received a dream about 9-11 that morning. Wow. That woke me up, the seriousness of this gift. Wow. Yes. So I was on the way to a doctor's that morning and um, didn't really watch the news, but I knew something bad. I had It's, it's described in my book. But uh-huh. It's in my book. So my husband called me. Said, "Did pull over?" And I was like, "What?" Because I called him. I said, "Would you watch the news today and see if anything's going to wow. happen?" Wow! But I have to get out the door. Uh huh. And he called me. Said, "You need to pull the car over." Uh huh. I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And when I, I pulled over, and he told me what happened, the first hit, and I was just like, lost it. Yeah. And that's when I knew I had to have help to understand this gift, and so. I received help, Pastor Kevin. Uh-huh. They, they, the first person I went, I handed him all these books, like, help me. <laughs> what do I do with this? He said, I know exactly what to do with this. So he hooked me up with some mentors and helped train me up in this gift and how to use it and glorify God. Mm-hmm. So luckily, um, my gift, and it was only a prophetic gift of things that happen, knowledge, but he started giving, he started changing my gift into ministry dreams. 
Hmm. So I did a workbook, um, six-week class on the ministry and dreams God gave me to help people, you know, kind of examine their heart, examine their walk with Jesus, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite dreams, and mm -hmm. I'm going to redo that again. Good. A new edition. I'm going to do a book with the top ten dreams with the workbook behind each one. Good. Maybe a class here? A class, yes. And I have the workbooks for my last class, but I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Okay. Yes. Very good. Mm -hmm. I have clients that will come in and talk about dreams, and I've probably pestered uh, Terry Mary Terry to death. death. Yes, yes. So now I'll turn some of that on to you, pestering yes. you, if you don't mind. No, I bet. But people will have recurring dreams mm -hmm. and, and not be able to make sense out of them. Right. And I know a few little, very little things. Uh, Linda Harlow and I were blessed at one time to go to John Paul Jackson's mm -hmm. School of Ministry. Mm -hmm. um, it was a weekend thing. Yes. And so I picked up just a little, but I didn't follow through on it. I didn't feel like that was my thing, yeah. calling, yes. uh, but truly was hers, mm -hmm. yours, and mm -hmm. Terry's. And uh, yeah. I did the same thing. I went to John Paul Jackson's ministry trainings the weekends. So uh -huh. I went through several of the classes um, with Linda Harlow taught. Yes. So I sat under her, yes. you know, and God just, like I said, hooked up people, Terry Meredith, to me. I can name all kinds yes, of people I that bet. just really mentored me and um, helped me come out of my fears with this gift, you know, and to utilize it for God and for His kingdom. So I have people come to my office don't even know operating this gift because I don't talk about it. But they'll come in like, man, Debbie, I had a dream last night, and blah, 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 blah. And I'll sit there, and I'll just interpret it. And they're like, how would you know that? So I'm able to witness to them, like, well, God sometimes gives you a gift of interpretation. Mm -hmm. I would never gotten that from that dream, you know. Yes. But that's how he speaks to us in yes. our dreams and gives us messages. Yes, I love it. And again, <clears throat> I have one person in particular that I may ask her permission um, just out of curiosity because hers is a recurring dream that she's tried to get some answers to and really hasn't gotten that yet. So if mm -hmm. you don't care to look at it, I'll okay. ask her permission, yes, of course, absolutely. or connect the two of you, okay. one or the other, absolutely. if you have time for that. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I have. We have received even here at church um, from the treatment center when I was able to pray over them one Sunday, and they knew I was giving some interpretations. They just said, I have a dream. Can you interpret it? So they sent to, actually to Jim, connected with them, my husband, uh -huh. and they were emailing him or texting him these dreams that they were getting in the treatment centers here. Okay. And I was able to send back interpretations. That's awesome. So Absolutely. In our own treatment centers here, here in Huntington? Uh-huh, in Huntington Expressions. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And they made a connection with us. Good. Well, tell me real quick before okay. we end um, about your YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Okay. This was an accident, too. I'll say it real fast. Um, my kids want my recipes, my family recipes, and, my, and I don't have time to write these down. <laughs> so we were in Florida one day, and I was making this load of baked potato soup. I said, honey, will you just go ahead and film this so I can just send it to my kids? Oh. So we had such a blast doing it. So it's called Nana's Cooking, Feeding the Heart, Spirit, and Tummy. So it's starting to catch on, and it was by accident, mm -hmm. but I'm using it as another platform for God. That's awesome. Yeah, it's an inspirational channel. And so you go to YouTube, YouTube and search. Nana's Cookie, and you have to put in Feeding the Heart, Spirit, and Tommy, or just Feeding the Heart, because I didn't realize there was a lot of Nana's, Nana's cookie. cookie. Yes, to find it, but it's inspirational. I use, you know, like I said, self-affirmations, a little bit talk about anxiety, depression. 
Is this daily or weekly? I, I put out two a week. A week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's I, simple. Simple. That's what we like. I keep it simple, folks. That's good. <laughs> yes. That's good. I love that. Mm-hmm. We'll all look into that. Thank you so much. So Debbie's av- Debbie's book is available. How would someone reach out to get a book? Amazon.com. Oh, very good. You just go in, type in Guarding Your Heart. Um, my full name is Deborah Reeves. It's D-E-B-O-R-A. It's spelled differently. Okay. And it's Deborah Reeves. And you just type in Guarding Your Heart. And, of course, it says your body's a living vessel, body, mind, and spirit. On Amazon. If anybody has ever listened to this podcast or been connected to me in any way, and I'm all the time referring books, definitely look into this book on Amazon. And uh, I love the fact that there's room at the end to reflect on questions and write to where it becomes you personalize this book and you could do that and then pass it on to your own daughters and sons absolutely and you can get an own journal book if you don't want to write in your book if you want to keep it more private buy a journal book and do answer the questions in your own Mm -hmm. yeah i love including it in this and then passing it on it makes it personal Thank you for joining me well, today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And I see definitely more uh, podcasts to thank come. You. If awesome. You would. I'm excited. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for listening today. I hope you were blessed by the, uh, the show. And we will be back again in a week. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.